0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Sabrina's Dating Trauma Podcast. This week is going to be about food and dating. So let's jump into it. And a few of you might be asking, why was I on this date if this guy was so weird and so crazy? And it was purely because over the app, he seemed completely normal. He had a nice car, stable job family guy had much mutual friends so i was like seems like a good guy like he doesn't seem like the murderer energy vibe (laughs) uh but anyways for a date we went to the park which in itself should have been a red flag like i'm not a dog don't take me to the dog park um And he actually saw someone getting up to throw out some food, like a complete stranger, like just some random girl in the park getting up to throw out half of her eaten Rice Krispie Square. He jumped up and went right towards her and asked her if they were putting it into the garbage and if he, she could give it to him instead so he could eat it. And me and this girl were, were pretty shocked because like, what? like. like it's a stranger so she said like no sorry and just dropped it into the trash bin and he literally went to the trash can the public garbage and picked it up from the garbage can and started eating it in front of me on our date as a general rule if you have a brand new luxury car and are eating out of garbage cans You might need to reshuffle your spending habits. I am no financial advisor, but I'm pretty sure you don't need a brand new car if you're eating out of strangers' garbage cans. That's just me. So this got me thinking, how does food fit into dating? When I look back at the story, I kind of wonder, like, We all need food and we all eat food. That's obvious, you all know that. I'm not dropping any bombs on anyone with that. As it pertains to dating, like we go to dinner, we go for food together, we watch each other eat, we choose restaurants together, we make meals together. These things don't seem super connected, but they really are. For example, if Chris wants to go to McDonald's every night and you want tofu and steamed broccoli every night, does that become a deal-breaker? the answer is, to some people, yeah. To some people, no. And it's not a question of desperation that Jenna the vegan, with an oat milkshake and espresso addiction from Starbucks, who goes to Pilates five days a week, is afraid of salt, and publicly shames her friends for having bacon at breakfast or brunch, is going to say, Yeah, you know what? It's been a long year. the The watering hole has been pretty dry. I'm really worn down now, reaching the end of the pond. The guy who eats frozen burritos from the gas station? Nah, I'll take it. That's probably not going to happen. It's more of a question of how much does that person care about their partner's lifestyle matching up with their own. Is one partner going to sign up the other for Weight Watchers emails in attempt to, to help them be the best version of themselves? And is that really helping your partner or being a good partner by trying to force someone to lose weight via harassment over Weight Watchers emails? And they're really pushy too. Like they don't stop a few times a week. Their marketing department is definitely active. If you're gonna like fix the person or change the person to this healthy person that matches your lifestyle, maybe you shouldn't be going out with that person. If it's so important to you, maybe don't date that person. Because, like, if you're gonna fix this person's lifestyle and turn them into this healthy person, like, charge per hour because you're being a health coach. Does this mean some people who value their partner having a similar eating habit or lifestyle to them filter out people who don't follow their particular lifestyle or eating habits? For example, a vegan, somebody on keto, even just random lactose intolerance or whatever are those things you should be sharing on your dating apps maybe it depends on how important it is to you some people will filter people out and say i won't date a vegan or i won't date a meat eater most people won't most people as long as the other person is understanding and respectful to the way they want to eat and the way they live their lives will be open to saying it's okay if you're different as long as You respect me and you don't force me to change, I won't force you to change. I just wanna see us meet in the middle somewhere. If I'm a vegan, maybe we can have plant-based meals when we're together. Or maybe I can get a plant-based option when we're together and you can have what you'd like. And that's really the case for most people. Most people are open-minded, they are understanding and they're not forceful. But some people aren't. And here's a story about that. I was rejected by a man because I don't eat seafood. I know, it's tough being a little mermaid like me. A friend to the fishies is clearly not a friend to the fishermen. Literally speaking, this particular man was a fisherman who for months at a time would go on a fishing boat and I'm assuming catch a bunch of fish. From what I understand, that's how it works. And as soon as he gets off his little boat, the second he gets back onto land, all he wants to do is eat fish, lobster, tuna, snapper, crab, shrimp, whatever reminds me of my goldfish bubbles is fair game to him. I personally don't care what the other person eats. I just don't want to have to eat it. I don't want to be forced to eat something I don't want. But like, live your life. Eat what makes you happy. You can have your fish. I'll have something else. But for Popeye the sailor here, it was a problem because he wanted someone to go out with and eat fish with because that was his biggest joy. That was his favorite thing to do. So yeah, I didn't make the cut. I was filtered out. And you'll find most people are like me, whether they are the one with the eating restriction or they're the one interested in somebody with an eating restriction where they're willing to put in some effort, they're willing to be open-minded, they're willing to be a little accommodating. As long as both people are respectful and nobody's forcefully trying to change the other one, it shouldn't be an issue. Unfortunately, there are people who are gonna try to bring their vegan girlfriends to the steakhouse and yell at her when she says no. And those people are just honestly not a good match and they should stop trying to date each other because one person is refusing to accommodate the other and respect the other, and that's an issue. And should that person even be your partner? If you tell them, I don't wanna go to a steakhouse, it makes me uncomfortable. Can we go to just a regular restaurant that has other options? And they say no, and they tell you, suck it up, buttercup. Looks like you're gonna cry at the table. Hope you enjoy eating those napkins. They're really expensive. I hear the logo has extra protein that person is obviously not open to being accommodating to somebody with an eating restriction and they should look for somebody who has the exact same eating habits as them. If they really can't budge, the solution shouldn't be, well, I can find someone else who I can force. You know, like that's not that's not cool, that's not healthy and nobody needs that. So in general, like being open-minded and trying new things and being respectful of each other, whether one person has the restriction or one person doesn't, Both need to respect each other's wishes and the way they want to eat. It can't just be, well, I'm forcing you to change your life for me, and I'm doing nothing. It has to be, we're both kind of meeting in the middle. We're respecting each other, and we're not compromising our own values. So, like, as a huge takeaway, if your partner is not in love with iced coffee, dump them. Uh, No, (laughs) that's not what I'm trying to say with this podcast. Um, But don't worry, like... As long as you guys can respect each other and meet in the middle and you can continue eating the way you want to eat and they can continue eating the way they want to eat without anybody really having to fold down their lifestyle and be miserable about it or feel disrespected or unheard, food doesn't have to be a problem. And it really shouldn't be. A lot of people love food. (laughs) Wow. Groundbreaking, I know. (laughs) So thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to share it with your friends or write me a review on Apple Podcast. And if not, feel free to check in next week for the next episode. Hopefully it'll be better and funnier. And I'll see you guys next week. Have a lovely day and kill it. And enjoy all the iced coffee you want. Don't let anyone tell you not to. It's amazing. It's the best. Thank you.